You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. All right, lots of folks have hidden or underutilized talent. So I'll bet you didn't know that our co-host here also plays guitar. That's right, Scott plays guitar. There you go. Oh, that our engineer, Yash, here is a woodworker. Go ahead and let that settle in for a minute. Ain't that right, man? There you go. All right. Well, not everyone considers themselves creative. Either they never get the opportunity to be creative, they don't have the time, maybe they just don't make the time, or maybe they just never found the right medium in which to work. Well, we may have a solution to help you unleash your inner Jackson Pollock, among other things. You do your thing. This is DC Lucchese. I'm in for the vacationing Brian Young. I'm here with Scott Dunstan, president of the Dunstan Group, here for another exciting edition of the Brand Builders podcast. Roll up your pants and shirts, kids. We've got Tim Edwards from Splatter Charlotte in the studio today. This is going to be a good one. Tim, thanks for joining us, bro. <laughs> Roll up your pants and shirts. <laughs> Roll up your pants and shirts. It's going to get crazy. <laughs> Bourbon drink, I guess. <laughs> well, if you've done splatter, then yeah. you know what I'm about. Yeah. But if you've not, you're about to find out why I said that. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Tim, thanks for being here, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. So tell us tell us what Splatter Charlotte is uh, all about, my man. So the idea is that uh, we'll take a canvas, set it up for you, and then all the paint you need, and you get to throw paint at these canvases and make big abstract pieces of art that look great every time because they don't actually look like anything. So the idea here <laughs> is that you cannot do it wrong. Any level of artistic ability, go. it does not matter. Uh, and you can make something that you love without even really thinking about it. So when people come over to your house or whatever for a dinner party, and they're like, what'd you get that great sort of uh, modern piece of art? You get to say, I make my own art, which is pretty fun. Now the white bib overalls make sense. <laughs> <laughs> every every element of clothing that I have has some amount of paint on it. Yeah. Like if, you, if, if you look at my shoes right now, I've got oh a yeah. crazy oh. Paint on these shoes. Hey, that's a new <laughs> concept for Converse. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever been to Vegas and seen the carpet there, that's what his shoes look like. <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> no, no, I've got paint on my camera from Splatter. He sure does. Yeah. Still, still do. And yeah. that's like a year ago. That's a yeah. long time ago. <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh my gosh. Wait, I love that Yash just spoke up on a podcast. Exactly. Well, 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 right. show, <laughs> yeah. I bring that out of Yash. Exactly. This is the first time for everything. So that's your that's your new uh, tagline, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good. Exactly. That's a freebie. <laughs> catch me up it. later on that. <laughs> but, but so, all right, line and sinker. Exactly. Line. So, so let's stop messing around with it. So, okay. Now, if, you, if you've not seen it and I joked around about it in the intro. Jackson Pollock, everybody pretty much has a familiarity with that. You know, it's like, you know, the, the, the splatter paint, you know, ending result there. And it sounds as messy and exciting and creative and free flowing as it is. If you've never seen it, you should. If you've never participated, you should. And we're going to get into do how to do that in just a minute here. But how the hell did you get this idea and said, you know what, this is going to be a thing. That's a great question. This is going to resonate and people are going to be all over it. So I started because I was walking through the Mint Museum, uh, uh, like looking at art. And I was like, wouldn't it be so cool to be in a big white room and throw paint all over the walls? Like kind of be inside of a piece of art. And so I built a wall in my friend's backyard. Uh, and then I put a floor in there. I painted everything white from top to bottom. I painted all of it white. And I put some furniture in there. I painted that white too. And then just put canvas on the walls, turn on some music and started going to town, throwing paint all over the place. And I loved the painting that I made, but I also loved the making of the painting. Oh, and I was yeah. like, 
why doesn't everybody do this? Like, why would you buy, you know, eight, $900 piece of art that looks a lot like this when you could do it yourself and have a ton of fun doing it? Uh, and I realized it was because people weren't going to hang up tarps in their apartment and lose their security deposit. So instead, um, <laughs> or like buy a ton of uh, art materials and then kind of realize, hey, I actually really don't like painting very much. So it's like all of these things that all of these obstacles that sort of get in the way the infrastructure of making mm -hmm. art uh, stops them from doing it. And so I figured if I could just provide that infrastructure, people could make something they love without even really thinking about it. So that when people come over uh, to for their house for a dinner party or whatever, they're like, where'd you get that piece of art? Then they have a story behind how they made this piece of art with a loved one during an anniversary, a birthday present, a, a, a day date, whatever you want to do, even a team building exercise. Um, when people ask about it, it's not just like that is a piece of art that means nothing on the wall. Yeah. You have this specific memory of when you took a thumbprint and put it in the corner and like it's all the things that you'd be able to call out into a, you know, a professional storied piece of art, but you did it yourself. And there's something really satisfying. I'm sure Yash knows as well, like woodworking, very satisfying to make something on your own with mm -hmm. your own two hands and feel like it looks great. There's a lot of people, I mean, I know and probably you do as well, hundreds of people throughout my life that are hardworking, intelligent, creative people who think they're not. Because everything that they ever did when they were growing up artistically, it was like, you better, if you're not selling art by the time you're 17 as like a professional artist, pack it up and get a healthcare degree, get a finance <laughs> degree, get something like go start working in spreadsheets because you'll yeah. never be an artist. You'll never yeah. be a singer. You'll never be an actor, a dancer, all of these artistic endeavors mm -hmm. because it didn't have an immediate like job right. they were going to. Yeah. And so I sort of found that a lot of people that I knew who were really creative stopped being visually creative at least because out of like practicality, like benign advice that actually yeah. is pretty damaging because as we all know, like even the business that we're in right now, Creativity is a huge part of this. And if you only learned the finance side, then you probably wouldn't have gone to like solve creative problems. So this is a great opportunity. And I that's how I sort of thought of it when I was starting it. Like people need an ex a way to express that creativity, need an outlet for themselves to show themselves that, yes, I am creative. If I just stop judging myself for like an hour, I could make something that looks great that other people are going to love too. That's absolutely genius, man. Yeah. So is this, a, is this a prop that you take to off-site locations, yeah. or do you now have your own space that people come to you? Both. Or both. Yeah, both. Yeah. So I have a studio that's up in Noda at the Charlotte Art League, and mm -hmm. we're actually moving to a brand-new space um, at Urban District Market across from Free Range Brewing in right Noda on. as well. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, we're opening up a, a retail store there that's 100% Splatter Charlotte. But for right now, we're in the Charlotte Art League um, in a studio that we have there. And if you come, you'll see paint that is like – 20 feet up the wall. It is like a, it's like a piece of art in itself. People always walk in and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. um, this was going to be like, like okay. how did you sell that to the landlord? <laughs> well, it was interesting when I got there. He was like, yeah, we have, you can get paint all over the walls. We don't even care. And I was like, I don't think you know what you just signed up for, but let's make it happen. <laughs> um, but we also do, we also go mobile. So, we'll, like, even last night, we were at the South Park After Five event. Oh, right we, on. Uh, set up a canvas for the entire community there. Everybody who wanted to do it came by. And they threw paint on this canvas, and then we're actually raffling off those uh, pieces of art uh, later this month. Oh, so that's really? cool! We'll man. set up, we'll tarp the entire area, make sure nothing gets painted on or anything like that. Like we keep it clean, and then you guys get a great piece of art um, that is customized to your workspace. Like we actually have uh, for any team building or community events that we do, mm -hmm. we took we take your logo 
put it on the canvas. Yeah. Everybody paints over it, and then once it's dry, we peel the logo out of it and reveal it. We're in freaking the painting. doing that. So you can like make Seriously. a piece of office art that looks great, but it's made by your community for your community. So you guys get to see it yourself. We are doing that. Full yeah, disclosure: sure. if you haven't seen it, I, you guys did that for one band. Shameless self promotion. Yeah. Uh, and on the piano there over at Divine Barrel, it is so cool. It <laughs> <That> is cool. <laughs> it looks so cool. So you mentioned raffling these off. Are, are you uh, supportive of certain nonprofits in and around town, or is is that what you're raffling for, raising yeah, I, money I mean, for? Uh, this is actually <laughs> South Park. Uh, South Park Partners is okay, uh, raffling them. it off themselves, but oh, they're cool. doing it in support of, of some organizations. Um, That's awesome. I do uh, a lot of nonprofit like events where I'm just sort of a part of the, the nonprofit uh, event that they're putting on. Uh, it's not necessarily like I have one that I'm at every year because we're kind of in the infancy of, of um, having relationships yeah, and building sure. a brand. Mm-hmm. So uh, oftentimes if somebody asks, like, is there a, an opportunity for Spider Charlotte to be somewhere that, and it's for a cause that I think is really good for mm-hmm. the community, then I'll you know give special pricing and just make sure that, sure, yeah. that it's accessible to different organizations that yeah. might otherwise not be able to do it. Well, you touched on something that, mm-hmm. and I appreciate your answer to that first question, but how the hell did you figure out that somebody would pay for this? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Another fantastic It's like, question. I get what he's like. You're killing cool. it, DC. You're killing it. <laughs> it's like, well, like who's going to give me money to do this? <laughs> it was, it was uh, an interesting road to do. I actually, I've been a product manager for a long time. Uh, I worked, I have a degree in marketing. And so I was doing product management for eight or nine years. And I thought that um, I should just treat this like any other product that I've made. And what is the product that I'm making? Like, what's the thing that if I wanted to sell this, sure. what's the thing that I'm selling? And a lot of people would be like, it's the painting. No. And they are wrong. The experience is sure. the product. So I focused 100% on how do I make that experience as good as possible. So I just had my friends and some people that like I kind of knew come together uh, and I just paid for everything. It was just I was just doing product market fit testing and sure trying to make sure that it was a good experience for them, getting direct feedback from them, trying to get honest feedback from even people who like wanted to support me. I was like, tell me what's wrong so I can figure it out. And then um, after probably three months of doing that with mm-hmm. several people, I just uh, put it up online. I had a couple of friends who were like, we wanted to try this when we saw that we were doing it. Um, and the way that I started building the brand and the way that I figured out people would pay for it is I just I take pictures and videos of the whole session. So you don't have to take any pictures or videos of anything. You just get to show up, paint, maybe dance a little bit, you know, BYOB if you want, and then you leave. And so I just gave them all the photos at the end of the session. And it was like 150 photos and videos and something like there slow motion go. videos, all there this stuff. And then they just take it, put it on social media. And now everybody that I paint with turns into my marketers. So they yeah. have this really cool content that they get to post. Mm-hmm. And so it started building via word of mouth from there. And I was, I just kept hearing from everybody. Like I, I put like a nominal price on it when I was doing it, basically just to cover the uh, material cost. And then I heard a lot of people saying like, I was asking them just point blank, what do you think I should charge for this? And they were honest with me and they were telling me yeah. numbers all over the map. And so I eventually like settled on a number and then I just started ramping that up as I went uh, forward. So I got to a price where I'm even, you know, I think that there's still a little bit more headroom that I could go up, but I also want, may, want to make sure it's accessible to people. That's awesome. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I love it. It was a slow process, but it was fun. <laughs> no, no, it, yeah, totally. It was, yeah. a, it was an interesting uh, experiment for me because I have been doing that for a long time, but I've been doing it with everybody else's thing where I was kind of told, like, yeah. what should this be priced at? And right. at this point, it was like, 
I'm the one who decides. And I now know, like, this is what my margin should be. This is what my uh, user experience demands. This is mm-hmm. what the price should be. Yeah. Um, and it sort of snowballed from there. Yeah. Well, I so it's it Splatter Charlotte. Um, do you have plans or intent to grow beyond Charlotte and, and sure do good. other city markets? Yep. I've already uh, gotten a bunch of like Instagram handles, in, Instagram handles, and domain names of like cities that I think are good nice. for this. But I want to make sure that a, a standalone retail business will survive and be profitable. Yeah. And then as soon as I decide yes, it is, I start moving on to other cities that are similar size to Charlotte, mm-hmm. like Nashville, Raleigh. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth City, Asheville, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, Asheville, Asheville yeah, for city. sure. Oh, oh Asheville for sure. for sure. Not Elizabeth City. <laughs> it's not Elizabeth Come City. Come on, man. He's bringing that Get up. That's you. where I'm from. Uh, <laughs> small, <laughs> small town, northeast North Carolina. <laughs> I'm not sure you have a huge customer base. By the way, that's why I'm in Charlotte. But but uh, this is a great growing opportunistic city. So. Elizabeth City is number <laughs> <Yeah>. two. <That's laughs> exactly. Number Second two tier. Location. Second you tier. Need help with the location there. I know I got. And I think it's the most logical step. People would be like, of course. Of course he went to Elizabeth I'm, I'm buying the .com now. Hold on. Outer Banks would be good for you because yeah. a lot of tourism, a lot of for people sure. looking sure, for things sure. to do. Absolutely. But uh, um, that is freaking awesome, yeah. man. Like, it's so yeah. – it, and, and and this it, it's so simple but so brilliant. Mm. Like, I love it. Well, that was the thing when I was doing my, my homework to, to get to this morning. It's like, okay, you, your undergrad at Tulane and your – your uh, master's in marketing at uh, at Hopkins, I'm like, and then he puts this together mm-hmm. and says, "Okay, this is going to be a thing that I'm going to do, and I'm going to make it work." I love yeah. how people take because yeah, sure. I, I come from a business where people are like, "I'm only trained to do this," and my yeah. wife's a lawyer, and they're like, "I'm only trained to do this." I'm like, actually, you're not. Yeah, you're trained to think critically and you could apply that in this and that and the other but if and i think people probably don't give this up themselves enough credit either creatively or artistically however you want to couch it to say i i could let myself go a little bit and do a thing yeah and i think it's great that grown-ups Right. I mean, I know you would do it for children as well, but children are like, hell yeah, I'm artistic. I'm yeah. also an astronaut, bro. Sure. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah exactly. Like, but grownups, you know, they're like, I'm not as comfortable. For sure. Letting it, myself It's super interesting because kids, you'll they'll be in school and somebody will be like, you're painting today. And the kid's like, okay, yeah. okay I guess I will. <laughs> well, yeah. I'd rather like, do that than math for me. <laughs> but adults are like judging themselves before right. they even, they like, they say, I can't draw a stick figure. I can't do it. I know I can't do it. Yeah. And I tell them, if you just stop judging yourself before you've even tried, I promise it's going to go great. It'll look fantastic. Yeah. It looks great every time. I've never had one where I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you botched it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, there's always a first. Has art always been a part of your background as well? No. Interesting. No. <laughs> I didn't. I haven't taken an art class after the ninth grade. Yeah, I don't know anything about like capital A art, like yeah. art history or anything mm-hmm. like that. I know that I find things visually interesting, and I find um, I, that when I look at paintings like this, as well as just art in general, or music, or yeah. dance, or theater, it, it makes me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't, I can express why, but not in I think the most like uh, citable terms, right? Yeah. So. I think that 
for Splatter Charlotte's success is actually due in part to the fact that I don't have an artistic background, mm -hmm. that I don't. I'm not saying to everybody, oh, this looks like this certain mm -hmm. artist or this is yeah. if, like you. I, I don't in my sessions, I don't even tell people what to do. I, I literally say put paint in this cup, mix it with a little bit of water. I don't give them any paint brushes because if you grab a paintbrush, you're going to use it like a paintbrush. Oh, yeah. And I don't I want to level the playing field for everybody so that oh. when you walk in, you don't see all of these like artistic tools and you're like, oh, I don't know how to use any of this mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, I've done like a lot of paint and sip stuff in the past yeah. um, or just like art classes with like, uh, you know, if you're going on like a first date or something, a mm -hmm. paint and sip is like a great choice for it. And those things are fun. But it also really reminds me often that I am not good at using a paintbrush. <laughs> and it is very difficult to do. Uh, and so I think it kind of has, in some respects, the opposite effect that it's intended to have. It's supposed to be like, you can paint. Yeah. Like, you can do this. Mm -hmm. You can make something that looks good. Yeah. And the whole time, all I'm doing is saying, this is bad, and I'm bad. I'm judged, like, I am bad sure. at this. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make it so that I level the playing field for everybody. You get, like, popsicle sticks and cups and you get to mix paint together and then throw them at these canvases. And you can get the paint on the canvas however you like. Right. But I don't want to make it so that it's so like it's it's like a high art uh, mindset mm -hmm. where you're like, I have to think of this like what does it all mean? It right, should right, be right. more like how does it make me feel when I look at it? Is it an interesting – a visually interesting mm -hmm. to look thing to look at? That's what I want to make. And so that's what I help other people make yeah. too. Well, when you touched on something, it's like do you think that – Art or artists with a capital A mm -hmm. um, have kind of, I guess for lack of a better, colored our, no pun intended, colored our view of what art with a lowercase and artists or being artistic all with a lowercase a should or could be. I think that it's, it's an interesting uh, conversation because there are some artists that take the title of artist really seriously and they really wear it as a badge of honor. I sure. am an artist. Mm -hmm. Like if you, even if you listen to like movie stars, they might say like, I'm a storyteller, you know, I'm an artist. Yeah. And um, they, I think sometimes they might get a little bit away from the actual craft of doing what they're doing because they're sort of caught up in the name of doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And when people come to me, they say, I'm, I'm not an artist. Like I don't, I'm not creative. And I say, have you uh, ever painted anything ever? And they say, like, yeah, I mean, I did, like, a couple of paint and sip classes or, like, a couple of cla uh, art classes in Charlotte, you know, maybe a few months ago, but I'm not good at it. And I'm like, D if you put paint on something, congratulations. You're a painter. You did it. Yeah. What is an artist? Yeah, yeah right. Like, in my opinion, it's what is an artist? Interpretation. What, what level, what echelon of art do you need to be able to hit? To call yourself an artist, Does, oh, do you have to like yeah. sell art? Because I know plenty of artists who have never sold yeah. art. <laughs> <laughs> people who like say I am an artist, yep. and they've never sold anything. So clearly, yeah. that doesn't That's matter. Not, yeah. It's more about belief in the fact that you are an artist. So if you just like say it out loud, I am an artist. Congratulations, you did it. You're there. there. I am. So I think that to your question, like, do people who sort of hold on to that moniker really tight? Do they have kind of like a viewpoint on what it means to be an artist and could they accurately, I think, uh, taking your question a step further, could they accurately say, like, you're not an artist or that isn't art? Yeah, sure. And I think that bad artists, yeah, they can do that. Mm -hmm. But Why? if they want to be inclusive yeah. and if they want to make sure that P 
people feel confident in themselves mm -hmm. for the thing that they're doing, then they would do the same thing that I'm doing, which is say, you make art. You don't have to like, it doesn't even have to be art to anybody else. All the value in making art, mm -hmm. like not monetary value, all of the value is if you like it or not. Do you like the art that you made? You did it. Then the AU, right? Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think that's one of those yeah. things that goes across, I guess for lack of a better description, I mean, you can't call yourself a doctor and be a doctor for crying out loud. Yeah, right. But I mean, I don't know anything about that, but, <laughs> but I've never done anything <laughs> like that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that has but, a good ring to it. <laughs> but, hey, you never know. Um, but you know, whether you're, uh, you know, uh, whether it's running or cycling or art or music or whatever it is, things that are, that may be more subjective. There are some people that, that hold on to it and go like, oh, well, you're, you've never, you've never, you've never run a marathon. Well, you're not a real runner. Yeah. And that resonates with people who, uh, well, you're not, a, I'm not a real runner. Well, how much do you, I run every day. Yeah. My God, you're a runner, son. It's so, like, so an Olympic like, sprinter who does, who's just like, uh, you know, a hundred yard dash. Right. They're not a runner. Like, right. You're like, what are you what, talking about? What are you, about? What are you saying? <laughs> right? it's like, what are you saying? Right. It's like, or anything like that. So, oh, what? You've never, you know, you've never played Wembley. Well, yeah. then you're not a guitar player. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I enjoy the music I play or I enjoy the time I spend running or I enjoy the food I make, whatever it is. Yeah. I like where your head's I at. I think a lot way. of people just get caught up in the, in the title, title, the name yeah. of uh, doing something uh, yeah. rather than doing the thing. Yeah. Than doing the, making the art or, running themselves, you know, like, should you be so yeah. focused on the title of being a runner versus just going out and running? No, no, not at all. <laughs> Go run. Exactly. This is an opinion, but titles are annoying. Actually. Yeah. I, I didn't I even want one. Like the team forced me to put my title. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even his real like, name. Bro, no, no. <laughs> yeah. um, I got this from my dad. Cause he owned a business when, when I was growing mm -hmm. up, but, uh, People would always say, like, he said, I could go back to my high school reunion and people, it's just going to be, like, everybody measuring, like, who's done what right. and how much better are you? And he's like, well, you know, I'm the president of my company, but I'm also the janitor. So, yeah. like, my, <laughs> I took the trash out this morning. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 100%. Um, I'm curious, like, how a how a session goes. How 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 does the flow of, of your, you know, if we were to hire you and come out with our team, tell us a little bit about. How, sure. What we should expect. So uh, I'll bring you through like a, sort of to wherever the experience area is, if we're doing it at your location or if we're doing it in my studio. Um, I'll make sure that everybody gets as geared up as mm -hmm. they want to gear up. It's it, it's very easy to not get paint on yourself, so I wouldn't worry about it too much. But uh, I recommend like gloves and maybe shoe covers if you want. Um, and then we'll go into like a, we're mixing this color. We're like uh, talking about like how to make certain colors, mm -hmm. what level of water should you put in, sort of the technical elements of that. Uh, the music is playing already. We're already taking pictures and videos of everything. And then uh, everybody does the first throw at the same time together. So it's like a, as many people as you want yeah. throwing a ton of paint through the air, hitting this canvas and, and starting the process. And then you just kind of get unleashed. You do whatever you want to it, whether it's like taking your hands and drawing in it. If you'd like to just keep throwing paint at it, more than welcome. Take sticks and like flick stuff on there, pour it on the canvas, uh, however you'd like to get it on. Um, but really the majority of the session is listening to music, hanging out with the people that you like, that, you're, that you love being around. Uh, I'm taking pictures and videos of the whole thing. And we're having a little bit of a party and then at the end of it, we like take pictures with the painting so everybody gets to pose with the thing. Um, 
Uh, and then you all leave, and I'll hold on to that painting until it's dry, and then once it is dry, I'll deliver it to you. So you never have to put wet paint in your car or anything like that. You just show up, paint, dance, drink a little bit, and then you're out of there. And then you get a fully formed piece of art that you made yourself in about a week. Awesome. Is it yeah. usually like an hour experience? Yep, or this a experience hours? lasts one hour, yep. from, and that's, that's from the cool. start of like I meet you at your cars and walk you to where we're doing, mm-hmm. and then – uh, you're all cleaned up and ready to go in an hour. So oftentimes people like couch it in like a uh, they'll go to lunch and then come to this or go go to go to this and then go to dinner with their yeah. if it's a team building exercise mm-hmm. they'll definitely do that or even if it's just a date that's actually why we're going to the space that we're going to in Noda that we're moving to in late October um, because it's got a ton of date Location activities to do around it. You know, yeah. free range brewing is right there, Rhino right. Market. So. Yeah. Go make a date out of it, like a day date. Mm-hmm. Have like a, a sandwich at Rhino Market, come over. Go to Urban District Market, have a great time there, and then come over and make something brand new. We're going to so, do this, man. Like, So we, <laughs> we have a bunch of white space on our walls up upstairs in our office, and I've just been dying to get Can't some artwork that. on it. Yeah. So like we could do our logo, and I'm looking at you've, – you've had Reen Central. You've had Charlotte is Creative, which we've had on the podcast yeah. as well. Yeah. And great, great groups, Lending Tree. There's all kinds of – brands here that that you've done mm-hmm. we're in the logo brand building business mm-hmm. i want our logo on this and i want a team building be totally cool, that man. we all totally painted cool. and yeah. all, do you get to choose the size of your canvas or so for or a how team that canvas mm-hmm. like that uh we do a 36 by 48 inch canvas so it's a three foot by four foot canvas it's a pretty oh, yeah. large yeah. piece yeah. uh for general sessions it's 30 by 40 inches so like if it's just a day date or something mm-hmm. it's definitely a piece that's big enough to be a focal point to a room but yeah. not something where it's like I got to take everything else off the wall. <laughs> yeah. so like, oh, crap. You can fit it into yeah. a living room or something like That's that cool. and That's make awesome. it something that looks great. Fantastic. What's the minimum so number cool. of people and maximum number of people that could do it? I'm uh, totally The minimum number, number is one. So well, if you well, wanted to point. just yeah. come and have a little artistic afternoon for yourself, <laughs> then by all means. Um, I also uh, uh, take during these times, mm-hmm. if it's like, you know, two people and they're doing an anniversary gift to each other, I'll often talk to them about like what – is your relationship, you know, like, how did you meet each other? Where was your first date? And sort of take them back to, like, the first time that they met each other and how fun it was. If they're 10, married for 10, mm-hmm. 20, 30 years, I've had people come and paint with me. Then they're like, oh, back in the, you know, 80s, it was pretty crazy. We, like, went to the soda shop. We did all this stuff. And, like, they talk about what they thought of each other when they first met. And I'm just having fun laughing with them for an hour. So they get to sort yeah. of I, – I mean, I've had people who just put down the paint and dance. Like slow dance in the middle of the studio. Wow! I talked to them. I talked to them about uh, like you know I'll be like, uh, where did you guys get married? Like where was the yeah. location? And I will find out what their wedding song was just through conversation. That's and fine. then I'll cue it up to be twenty five minutes from now. And so in twenty five minutes they've made this painting. They're standing in front of it, looking at each other, and then their wedding song hey, starts playing. Song. And then they just. That's Pick awesome. it up wow. and start dancing with each other. That's it cool. is so sweet. That's cool. And then for the maximum yeah. number of people, um, we in our new location will be able to do uh, fifteen canvases, at, twenty canvases at the same time. Wow! So it's a very That's large a big space. joint. Yeah. Uh, but for a team building exercise, we could have fifty people, sixty people, oh however many gosh. people you want. Yeah, wow, that's cool, man. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. I was, wait, I was imagining so your, like uh, that would be a hot mess, but yeah, with all those campuses, I can see how that would work. Yeah. yeah. Cool. When do you expect that new location to open? Uh, late October, early November. Awesome. Sometime around there. So definitely before the end of the year. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank right you. Right in time sure. for the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a great yeah. 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 Right? Seriously. No, yeah. seriously. That would be a ton of fun. Um, 
No, seriously. That, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about my, in my head more. And, and, and can no, you bring your converse and <laughs> yeah. throw them under the canvas? Yeah, man. <laughs> you can make I mean, <laughs> set up close for yourself. You like, That's exciting. Make whatever you want. That's I've, very I've cool. had people bring furniture in and like make different lamps and tables and stuff. It's a, t- yeah. a super fun time. Oh, you awesome. get to make anything you like. I just find that when things have a little bit of specifically yeah. clothes, like if you get white clothes and you get a little bit of color on them, they always look better. I might be biased, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I see it. <laughs> if you don't believe it, then who will, man? <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So, awesome. So, um, how far in advance does someone need to book uh, in order to get on the calendar? That is a, a very appropriate question. I oftentimes have people be like, my girlfriend's birthday is tomorrow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can you help? And you're like, <laughs> and I'll go, I'm sorry, man. Like, I don't know what to do. Because we get booked out probably about a month to a month and a half in advance. Gotcha. So I they're the same people that call us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I've got a conference tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Can I have 95 shirts? <laughs> that's exactly how that's going down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, there's a little bit that goes into this. <laughs> exactly. Just going around there. So, so lesson, lesson there being like anything else, something cool is going to be, you know. Plan ahead. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be, you know, in demand. If you want to do it, get ahead on that. And how yeah. far in advance do you guys take reservations? Uh, about three months, I believe. Oh, so there you go, man. So we're actually probably going to extend that because because of how busy we've been since Good. Fantastic. the April time frame when we got into the space of the Charlotte Art League. Yeah. It's been uh, pretty in demand, so that, which is you know a great problem to have. Hell but yeah, it's also man. like I just I feel bad when people come up and they're like, I booked this like four months ago or three months ago because I couldn't find a space for yeah. for us. Like we yeah. needed that was the only thing that was available, so I yeah. just grabbed it. And I'm like, I'm sorry, like I don't, I. Would li- I, I am not really sorry, but I am sorry because yeah. I want to make sure that you have a good experience yeah. and you can do it when you want. Yeah. That's actually one of the, the reasons that we're opening up this new space so we can accommodate a lot more people and make it so that um, we can just have more reservations at the same time. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. awesome. Hey, congratulations, right. man. Yeah. Thank you. Seriously. I love it. So it goes without it. saying, uh, here's the time to do the pitch. Uh, where is it? When is it? How do we uh, connect with it so we can get people, more people? Yeah, so uh, splattercharlotte.com, uh, you can go there and make a reservation whenever you'd like. Uh, we have like our full uh, calendar of events there. And then um, find us on Instagram at splatter.clt. Same thing for TikTok, splatter.clt. Uh, and right now we're located at the Charlotte Art League, which is up in Noda, mm-hmm. but we're moving to a different space uh, in the Lintman's building, which is at Urban District Market in Noda as well. And that'll be late October. Got to love it. Tim, brother, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Um, You know the drill, people. You know, listen to it, share it, like it, love it. Uh, Tell your friends all about it, right, Scott? Absolutely. I'm, I'm scrolling through Instagram now. Somebody brought a damn piano in there. Yeah, that's what I saw. That. That's, uh, that's the, the, the Charlotte's creative thing. Yeah, oh, my just, God. You yeah. got me, off, you got me off, off kilter on my clothes here. Sorry, like it, brother. love it, share it, tell your friends, all that good stuff. What I always tell people is uh, if you had a good time, then tell your friends. And if you didn't have a good time, don't say anything <laughs> to anybody. Well, and I'll say, I'll say the same thing to everybody listening here. If you didn't like it, don't tell anybody you listened. But otherwise, like like it, love it, share it, tell your friends. I'm DC Lucchese in for Brian Young. I'm with Scott Dunson and Tim Edwards. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Brand Builders Podcast. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunson Group with your host, Scott Dunston and Brian Young. 
For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.